So I was asking my wife about this. Is there a more sad cart at the grocery store than a six pack of whatever and a frozen meal? If it's like a TV dinner, then especially like that just looks sad. Yeah, yeah. You throw some canned soup in there and you got yourself a... (laughs) (laughs) Campbell's Chunky. (laughs) I'm going chunky tonight, baby. Welcome back, podcast listeners. It's your boy, High Noon Knopf, Gary and Charlie back in the mix for episode number 16, our 18th recorded episode. Don't get confused like I do sometimes. This week, we're going to jump into some trending tech and talk about some Alexa-powered devices or really honestly just like smart-powered devices. Yeah, not just Alexa, baby. All the smart devices. There's no discrimination here. Just how to get a smart home up and running. What are those devices? You might have a Nest thermostat. You might have a lot of different things. Smart TV, smart this, smart that. All the home automation. You know what I'm excited about? This is very loosely related to the Nest thermostat, but... (laughs) We're in South Florida and we don't really get much of a winter or anything. But like, I feel like it's starting to calm. Like, we're like in the 70s a little bit more consistently. Are we really? I, yeah, I think so. Am, am I wrong, Gary? Has that been no, happening? No, no, you're, uh, you're, you're absolutely right. The other day I woke up and went outside, it was 72. And I was like, wow, this is kind of chilly, actually. Like, do I need a sweater? Yeah, I- I'm I'm just so acclimated to the hot weather through me thoroughly. Yeah, so I'm excited for it. I'm going to break out the hot chocolate, start having hot soup, just all the hot foods. It's all the hot foods to celebrate, keep the body heat up. You feel me? What's better than like a hot like chocolate on a a cold day? Tell me right now. I don't know. I I, I think that's the best thing. Ice cream on a hot day? Ice cream (laughs) on most days? I think he's asking for a better thing on a cold day. Yeah. Well, okay. I also mentioned hot soup, which I don't think really actually applies. But (laughs) if it's if it's like a pho or a ramen, like a good ramen. Ramen for me. I'm not a big fan of pho. I've been meaning to ask you guys this question. What's your Mount Rushmore of favorite soups top four soups go i feel like there's there's not that many soups like oh dude I, there's soups of plenty out there right. man. yeah i think my go-to is chili, like a tom cookie. yum like thai soup i'm always game for that i think that's one of my favorites um uh number two uh oh. just gonna go with chicken noodle because i can't really think of that many um number three <laughs> french onion nice uh, classic number four uh cheddar broccoli nice Gary, you got your four yet or should i should i rattle some off for you i'll rattle them off all right here we go <laughs> hit it charlie number one lobster bisque love a good lobster bisque oh, shit. yeah that's good number two maybe go with some pho just like uh gary has been uh oh, mentioned earlier yeah i gotta redo mine okay well we'll redo yours fine then uh, let's see what we got for number three here. Uh, you know, I like a good miso soup. You know, like when I'm at one of the restaurants, they got miso. I like a good miso. It's a good That's compliment. a pretty basic one there. I know, but it's just so satisfying. I don't know. Something about the miso soup. You got the little soup spoon. You it know, is. it's a little. Oh, man, you're really hitting it all, all, all of them. Yeah. Probably. I mean, miso soup is it's just a great compliment. Last soup I really like. Let me think about it. Um, do you like a good chili? I don't think that's a soup, though. It feels a little that's like. like a stew. Gr- it's like, you yeah, know, it's I'm, a gray area. I'm honestly, I'm a little 
little bit surprised right now because I feel like you came in really, really strong. Yeah, you had this for force our... ranked off rip. <laughs> <laughs> like I, yeah. I would have thought that you False had confidence. Four. Yeah, off off the top of your head. But all right, uh, last one. I got it. Last one is going to be Italian wedding ball soup. I think it's called Italian wedding soup. <laughs> wedding well, ball, ball soup. soup. <laughs> <laughs> I, everything. I think there's something called like Italian similar. wedding soup. They're pretty similar. Yeah, yeah. They, there's like yeah. a big thing in it, like a little round ball-like uh, thing in there, you know. Did either of you guys say French onion soup? That I was did. an office. Oh, okay. But he's okay. revising his list. Yeah, so, yeah. so the only the, thing I have that's different from either of you guys would be ramen. I don't, I yeah. don't think either you could put that in there. I guess that's You're a soup. Right, Gary. That's yeah. where I'm going to swap out chicken noodle, which was a placeholder, and I'm putting ramen there. Um, but ramen, honestly, is in the top spot. Yeah, especially if it's good ramen. If it's good yeah. ramen... There's an amazing place here in Delray oh, that yeah, you guys have to go to. Ramen. Yes. My amazing. Favorite. Amazing. Nice. It's so authentic. It's just an older Japanese gentleman and like six hole in the wall. Yes. And like six seats in there. And it's amazing. I thought you were going to say it's six of his babes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I thought you were going to say that. Florida. To take you to ramen three six nine then. Oh, I'm I'm in. I'm game. Yeah. Well, I, I also need to take an office uh, just for a second. Ask him how the hell are you? Oh, whoa. You know, Charlie. Wait, like, just don't ever do the ho whoa ever again. <laughs> like, please never do whoa, that. Again. Whoa, 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 whoa. Like, uh, never, please stop like, that. Please never. <laughs> <laughs> now, you know what that sounded like? You were like Johnny Bravo. Did you guys ever watch that? That's what that oh, reminded me of. Sometimes yeah, my hair gets comparisons to that, even though it's not blonde. Oh man, that's you're very you're flattering Honestly, yourself. You do with that, have honestly. Johnny Bravo. Bravo. I, it doesn't feel I'm like not. a compliment to me. <laughs> well, it's it's very much a compliment. Johnny Bravo was a stud. Dude, there's no like little girl. It's like, oh my god, Johnny Bravo, he's so cute and handsome. It's not, it's not like that, dude. Okay, Come anyway, sorry, sorry, I derailed us there. Sorry, <laughs> it's not okay, please. Yes, I'm sorry. How how the hell are you? Uh, so compared to last week, you know, I was, I was definitely on you know a low end. You know, I came in low energy, saying you know wasn't a great week. But you know, this week is very different. Things are going on the up and up. You know, crushed out a couple projects at work, you know, just pushing through. Yeah. And then I'm also pretty hyped, you know, about now, like, you know, actually being able to have some time to sit down and start playing around with iOS 15. Um, we've talked about it a lot in a couple of episodes now uh, in a row. And then actually being able to play around is nice. Um, the features are fun. You guys, oh. I have an update. I've actually downloaded and successfully installed iOS 15. This may be one of the most shocking things I've ever heard from you, Gary. Last week, you shocked me by telling me you rarely check your mail. And this week, this has shocked me even further. I don't further. know why that was so shocking, but yeah. Oh, um, dude, you're just, you're just so, you know so not up that on shocked, things. Actually. I'm shocked. You know, just, I, guess, I just feel like you would check it religiously, you know? Oh, I'm not talking about the mail, about iOS 15. Oh, actually. okay. I think okay. it's just, I feel like, you know, there's obviously some influence from the podcast that would push him in this direction. So I, you know, Gary, I give you the benefit of the doubt there. Well, thank you, Nafis. I appreciate that. I mean, honestly, so my early impressions of it, I would say, first of all, I had a little bit of an issue downloading it again because <laughs> because of uh, storage space constraints and um, also not being in a place where I could plug my phone in at the time to oh, yeah, download and install it. Um, How? I thought you worked yeah. from home, dude the hell no no i do but um yeah i'm just too yeah, lazy to bring my charge when i was at the robbie place <laughs> 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 yeah down the street no. in Delaware beach florida robbie 369 the first thing that like <laughs> that irked me and i i'm probably gonna sound so old but like 
when I get a notification on, you know, my phone is on the lock screen or the home screen and I look at the notification, you know, normally I would swipe it to open it and that didn't work. You have to just tap it now, which Charlie astutely pointed out to me. So I've got that down. You're not wrong there. So I did the same thing. I still kind of do it with emails where I'll typically like slide to the left. And then there's a few different options that you can choose from. And usually for me, it's like archiving all the bullshit ones that come in. So like the only reason why I knew how to delete them beforehand, it was like Charlie sent me a text. He's like, dude, you can delete messages by tapping on the notification and holding it down for a second. And I was like, oh, thank God you told me this before I actually had to update myself. So Gary, you're not alone. I keep messing it up too. Every now and then I swipe the wrong direction. I'm like, oh, this doesn't do what it used to. Yeah, it's going to take a little bit of getting used to. But um, yeah, the the other thing, the thing that I really like is the Safari um, URL or whatever being on the bottom. Um, I know oh, we talked so about nice. that last week is yeah. amazing. And then also like yep. when you pull up the tabs, it's it mm-hmm. displays differently. So um, I don't know how to describe it. it. It's like little windows as opposed to them like kind of overlapping each other. They're just all yeah. shown there and you can like scroll through them. It just looks a lot nicer. Yeah, Safari is a really nice experience now on iOS 15, but I'm really proud of you, Gary. You got it done. I know Nopis uh, said he wasn't as surprised. I am surprised because iOS 15 isn't the most easy update. You know, it's not like one of those ones that just happens very quickly overnight, very easily. You do have to install it. It takes some time. Well, the reason that uh, motivation uh, struck me to download iOS 15 was because I had to download an update on my Mac. And so I just figured Mm -hmm. I would update everything at once and just get all the frustration out of the way. Nice. And that was because my crypto wallet actually for my ledger, like hardware wallet, the update for that, for the, uh, the app that you use your crypto wallet with required, uh, Mac OS Mojave. Uh, I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it's, it was like 10.14 or higher. And I had like some earlier version. So that was a bigger pain in the ass for sure because I have even more storage constraints on my Mac than I do on my phone. But I got that done. I got the iOS 15 done. I'm good for like seven years right now. I believe it's pronounced Mojave. Are you sure about that? (laughs) He does not look sure at all. You can see it in his eyes. Look at him right now. Mojave. No, it's definitely not Mojave. (laughs) I'm loving Mojave so far. I got dark mode on there. Everything's all nice and clean. Nice little dark mode. I can't tell you any of the updates, but it looks good. I'm quite proud of you. Um, I do have a question, though. Like, how, how did you overcome these uh, storage issues? I just went through and deleted a bunch of unnecessary stuff. Um, I have iCloud for like my photos, but I learned that that's more so for just sort of like compressing the storage space of them rather than like I, you can't really delete the photos off your Mac. For instance, if you're using iCloud, I think it just like stores like a, a lower res version or a smaller version of it or something like that. But I was able to like move a- enough stuff around to to get it done. Yeah, once the photos are uploaded to the cloud on your device as a safe storage space, it'll have either a much like you said a lower compression version of it on there, or when that. you want to, when you want to open it up, it'll start downloading that photo oh, like that for the higher res. So that yeah. that actually is happens on phones too. It's not exclusive yeah. to Macs, but yeah, that is a good way to get around that. And, and while we're talking about Apple devices too, so that was. A, that's been kind of one of our main primary topics for the past two or three episodes. We did follow up though with our audience on Instagram. We like running polls here and there. Uh, we've been getting a lot more engagement lately. So we appreciate everyone that votes on these polls. It takes a second. You're looking at our stories. You just tell us, you know, which way you lean. We love it. 78% of the people that voted in our story have Apple phones and 22% have Androids. 
Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while now, you'll know that you know I have a marketing background. I love different marketing um, campaigns. We've tried some interesting ones. People that have the same names as us, people with dog accounts. Uh, you know, they've been unsuccessful except for following people and engaging with people that have the same name as Nafis. We have oh, about yeah. two or three showing out. other Nafis Ahmeds who have been engaging with us on Instagram. <laughs> And I'm very proud to say that they both voted in this poll. And I'm sorry for just blowing them up that they voted in the poll. You know, this we is love supposed you guys. to be anonymous. We, love, we you. love you guys. I will say they both voted for Android, though, which is a little sus, not going to lie. But you know what? That's fine. You know, we're glad that they uh, participated and that that marketing campaign somewhat worked. We got, you know, they're they're probably my second and third favorite Nafis Ahmeds that I know. Same. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I take that back. There is another, well, Nafis Ahmed's, but there's a, a, a second, there's a Nafis Ahmed that I favor, uh, that I became friends with over the internet. He's very cool. Neat. Does he follow the pod? Uh, you know, I actually don't think so. Um, but I'll have to, I'll have to check in. Uh, I will follow up next week. I feel like you're totally full of shit right now. No, no. He, he's not. I, he's, he's talked about this Nafis Ahmed even before the podcast was a thing. And he's like, okay. oh, look, it's a Nafis Ahmed. I'm like, cool. Like, <laughs> he's like a way better dressed version of me. I'm surprised. I yeah. definitely thought Nafis was lying right there. Oh, no. He's, I, he's like a I way I felt like I could see right through you. I wish I was that version of Nafis for sure. Shout out to Nafis Ahmed. Not the one on the podcast right now. All the other ones. We love you. Thanks for engaging. But, you know, it does show that, you know, nearly 80% of the people that voted here are Apple users. We know that we see the podcast stats as well. But that doesn't mean we don't commit to having some Android news eventually. All three of us committed to it. We're going to do it. Hard we don't know make. when. I personally don't care when, but we're going to do it sometime. So we will do it sincerely very soon. So let's get into some trending tech news. Hell yeah, Gary. What a good idea, dude. What's been growing at the speed of light lately, Gary? Tell me. Um, I don't know. At the speed of light, I would it, it would be hard to say anything is growing that fast, I guess. But maybe I'm taking that too literally. I don't know. What are you getting at, Charlie? Great answer. It was TikTok, Thanks. just like you were getting at. Okay. TikTok now has a billion monthly active users, dude. I'm sorry. And that was a really a- shitty answer. <laughs> Please continue. No, that's fine. It was perfect. And you know <laughs> you what? threw me with off bill- with the speed of light thing, but yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, speed of light, whatever. It's just this phrase, but it's, you know, I guess it's a, a literal thing. We could. What even goes at the speed of light other than light? Anything? Nothing. I think it's Nothing, impossible. Nothing, actually, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Just just TikTok monthly active user numbers hitting that's right. a billion. That's right. Yeah. So that's a billion people who open up this app at least once a month. That's nuts. It's actually right there with Instagram, which is estimated to be around the same, 1 billion monthly users. So, you know, there's a lot of TikTok news. You know, we've shared that we'll be on TikTok soon. This is still soon. It's still happening. We're just working behind the scenes. You know, Gary and Office are really slaving away you know making this content i still gotta at least learn the vibe of tiktok you know i just got on the platform recently you know i'm still learning you know what these young hip people are into you know you you really sound like someone who's qualified to have a, a tech podcast right you know i gotta be i gotta be in the know we so the thing is we've talked about tiktok for like months and we only, I think Charlie and I jumped into TikTok for real like a few weeks ago. Uh, yeah, right? I, I'd say like to use it like on a more daily yeah. basis. Yes, yes. We've jumped in more recently. Yeah, like but, I'm still trying to get my For You page like curated to show me stuff. I so actually so what's the best thing that you guys have seen on TikTok or the most useful thing? Great question, Gary. 
you know what? Actually, there's a you really can find a lot of useful things. When we were looking at some of the new iOS 15 updates and like some of the cool things you could do on there, tons of great TikToks about it. With my car, a lot of the features that I learned about were actually through TikTok. There's some good accounts for it. Say lastly, uh, probably... This is the soup conversation all over again. Yeah, it was cute. Office's girlfriend's uh, videos are for friends. Oh, wow. You went there. Um, <laughs> they're top quality, non-cringy TikToks. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm fucked. Um, um, no, it's fine. okay. We can, we can bleep it out, dude. We can bleep it out. <laughs> yeah, we'll bleep it out. Bleep it out. Um, so similar Let's to some it. of what Charlie said, there's some of the, t- uh, like the, the technology related stuff. There's just one guy I get that like shows like random websites that are cool. Most of the things too. I really really look at are just like funny videos i think you're catching on fast baby i think you're a high learner or high learner oh my god i think you're a fast learner i think you're right up there and i don't see any reason why our podcast can't be up there with the help of you nafis ahmed tiktok power user power user coming soon plus you're dating a tiktoker yeah (laughs) very good (laughs) are you two nooners in now nafis no i'm still like oh man that's surprising It's pretty litty over there. You know what else might be easier once you're two nooners in? Or what might get easier, novice? Um, using TikTok. Great guess. But no, if you are a Tesla driver and you have the full self-driving beta, which I don't recommend drunk driving, even with the self-driving, by the way. That was just an awful segue. But there, we were talking about this last week. And Gary, I think you brought up, does Tesla even have like their full self-driving like capabilities available to consumers yet? And the answer is no. But they actually now are just pushing out this full self-driving beta uh, to users that have a safety score. So there's certain things you can enable in a Tesla where they track how safe you drive, whether it's speed, like any like turns that you shouldn't do, cutting off people. So people with a score of 100, like 99 and eventually 98 will get access to this first. Oh, you're definitely never getting access to this shit. Uh, Well, I don't have this feature enabled for tracking my safeties, but it would probably be 100. But anyways, uh, they're pushing this out. So it's not actually full self-driving just yet, but there's a lot that's like, it's definitely getting much, much closer there. So people are going to be able to start utilizing this. Uh, very soon it can auto steer on city streets before it was really more for um, highways only it does a lot of the turning it can do a little bit more of the navigating park in parking so a lot of the stuff that you know was available a little bit before it's getting closer to full self-driving particularly in cities so a lot of people are excited for it Uh, it is a very expensive thing as well if you have a tesla you don't have this enabled up front you would have to pay ten thousand dollars up front to have auto driving capabilities, the full one. But Tesla acknowledges, hey, that's that's a lot of money. So they were nice enough to offer a $199 a month plan uh, where that'll also allow that. Wait, but you wh- can't one oh like okay, I got it. Yeah. I was thinking $1.99. $1. I was like, how does that even <laughs> let me see? No, should no, I get uh, iCloud or should I get full self-driving? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess full self-driving for the $199. $199 in office each month. Yeah. Uh so what is cool about that is let's say you want to try it out one month, you're balling, you're like, you know what, let's just do it. You can do that, then cancel it immediately. So I think that is a good option. That's actually pretty dope, actually. It's still pretty crazy. Like Maybe if you're going on a long trip, I, I don't know. The, the value is debatable there. 
I think that's like if you just want to like have access to it and you have a Tesla just to know what it's like. It, I think yeah. I think it's a smart play, especially since it's a software upgrade. So if you if you enable this now, if you're one of these people who has the high scores to enable yeah. it, you can use it anywhere in the country or in the world pretty much or is it restricted to certain cities mm. i'm sorry if i wasn't listening no no well no, I, I did question. not get that detail there gary yeah. so you you were listening I, I didn't say that uh because i don't know that i don't know yeah. that answer for you but Good. i think it's a reasonable sure. assumption it might not be available in maybe all like geolocations like definitely right. like not like third world countries where Right, where the roads, there's not like good (laughs) markings on the road and yeah. Yeah. Yes, that is a a very good assumption, guys. I think... uh, We're smart. Yeah, we're smart. I'm looking through this article. It's not (laughs) telling me anything. I'm trying to buy you a little time. He's Charlie is fiendishly looking through this article trying to get more information and I appreciate that very much. So, Nafis, how the hell are you, bud? Uh, I'm good. (laughs) Since last time we asked you. Uh, I'm very good. Uh, What I'm actually surprised that Charlie and I haven't actually done in his Tesla yet uh, is go through a drive-thru and order food, which I've only done that without you. Why is that cool in a Tesla? uh, It's not that it's cooler in a Tesla. Uh, It's really to segue into the next trending tech topic, which uh, involves drive-thrus and the increased time you have to wait when you're ordering food. Apparently, there's some stats out. Uh, in the last year, uh, waiting in the drive-thru has increased by 25 seconds. And uh, since before the pandemic, it's increased by like a minute. And then in addition to that, uh, it looks like the accuracy in orders has also dropped, which I'm not surprised by. I think you know some of it's attributed to just uh, you know bigger menus now that it's not the pandemic anymore, staffing, that related stuff. When you hear this stuff, go go ahead, Charlie. So what I think is interesting here is usually when it comes to something like this and when technology advances, they find efficiencies. You know, Chick-fil-A has like what, like four lanes now or something stupid. Some of them. I mean, there's like two lanes in a lot of these places. Fuck Chick-fil-A. And the curbside pickup. Yeah, curbside. So you, they they implement all these things that should make it faster, right? And and they actually are. They are implementing things that make it faster in theory. But just like what you said there, Office, there's just other factors that make it harder, such as the high turnover rate right now. A lot of people are not working in fast food. They have a shortage of people that are you know uh, willing to work in fast food now. They have, to, and honestly, for for good reason. Like they're finding other opportunities that pay better. Not surprising that the efficiency is dropping as more and more people aren't willing to work the jobs. And, and maybe the menus, like you said, are expanding a little bit. I, I found this was very interesting that it would actually be less efficient now than it was before. Nafis, I feel like you're coming at this from a place of being like pissed off that you, some of your recent fast food orders have not been oh, yeah. accurate. That, that's It's actually not true. Um, the funny thing as I was like <laughs> thinking through this, so like one, I was like, all right, this might take a while. And Charlie's also... Um, given a lot of shit to this one place I frequent often, which is this uh, combo Taco Bell and... Uh, Coffsy. Yeah, Coffsy. Yeah. Honestly, so I, I thought back on it and I was like, Charlie's right. Um, that drive through does take a while, especially if you kind of hit like some of these peak hours. Um, but I realized typically when I go through a drive through I give someone a call or if I know I'm picking up food, you know, kind of burn all that time by being on a phone call and not even realizing it. And then the other thing I thought about is that like Taco Bell KFC also is quite accurate with my orders like every time. But what I found out is that brand ranks quite high when it comes to order accuracy. It used to be number one. And these days it's only number two, um, only second to Chick-fil-A. 
Is that the Yum Brands? They own it all is the, Yum Brands. Yeah. They own Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut. Shout out to Yum Brands. Does Pizza Hut have drive throughs nowadays? I haven't um, been to a Pizza Hut in a long time. Yeah, so not, not the real Pizza Huts, but sometimes you'll see them bucketed with a KFC or Taco Bell, and they got the Pizza Hut Expresses. Whoa, I like that. Yeah, they, they got like a bunch of pan pizzas. They don't do those big get boy a nice pizzas. Little, yeah, you get a nice little 12-inch for like a, a little person, family yeah. of four. Yeah, yeah, a little. Well, the, you get a, oh, that's right. Yeah, so the Ahmed family enjoys doing that, particularly <laughs> Novice's sister, who just passed the bar. Again, congratulations. Uh, Pizza Hut Express, they got the breadsticks, the cheese sticks, the personal pan pizzas that's it you may remember yeah i don't know how many kmarts are around in the u.s anymore but you would go into a kmart sometimes or maybe target did it too i don't know maybe it was target but they had the pizza Hut expresses and they would just have the personal pans sitting there for hours and hours waiting for someone to buy them do you guys remember that i do i've seen that i i would always love getting the um the personal pan pizzas when I was a kid, as well as an icy. Yeah, I don't know if you guys ever had icies. It's kind of like the K-Bar and icies yeah. with yes. the little the koala bear. You know what I'm talking? That like, is not the, a, the polar bear. The polar bear. Is, the sweatshirt. So we talk, yeah, we talked about Mount Rushmore of soups. That is on the Mount Rushmore of I don't know what I would say grocery store food items. <laughs> but like, the icy, I have very fond memories of that. I feel like this can't compare to Costco. Like my mom would have to bribe me with an icy to like go like endure like shopping for a long shop at Kmart or whatever. What flavor ice do you go? You going blueberry, Coca-Cola, what's uh, the strawberry? I'm going with uh red, whatever flavor that is. <laughs> oh, cherry, cherry. Yeah. Cherry. Red. I was going to say red. Hawaiian punch. And I I didn't go oh. to K- Kmart that often, so I'm I'm out of Lucky the loop here. Kmart was really just a shithole, dude. <laughs> But they had I'm good a, I'm a Costco Sam's Club boy. Those hot dogs. Well, not everyone can afford membership. Novice. Oh yeah, so so pricey, so pricey to be a member. <laughs> yeah, members only. You're fucking Sorry. elitist, novice. Well, another thing here with this with this topic, novice. The amount of like so the efficiencies, right? So Taco Bell, I, I see in the article here that it says that they're expanding a, a remodel called Go Mobile, and it features two drive-through lanes, and it's like a smaller dining area. So they're kind of doubling down on kind of Chick-fil-A does this a bit too, although their dining areas haven't gotten smaller where, you know, you have the people out there with the tablets. Yeah. They're taking the orders. There's two lanes. There's the whole pickup thing. You can eat inside. Taco Bell started doing the same thing. They even have a concept of four drive-through lanes. I don't know what Taco Bell needs for drive-through lanes. Like, I mean... They're, they get busy, don't get me wrong, but four drive-through lanes? Yeah, four is kind of ridiculous. That's like, excessive. Like, where, where is that? Like, I, I have no idea. I, I, I got to look more into that. Who cares about four lanes? It should just be two. It's How many lanes is too many lanes? Do people go to Taco Bell for, for lunch very often? I feel like I only get Taco Bell, like, late night when I'm drunk. I would agree with you. Or I'm just having you. cravings, honestly. Like, I, mean, I can't people remember must go there for I lunch. I don't know if I've I ever mean, gotten Taco Bell for lunch in my entire life. I haven't. I've seen definitely Taco Bell be more busy around like the somewhere between like four to six ish time frame. Um, but that's usually just me driving by and I'm like, oh, do I want Taco Bell? And I'm like, oh, no, hell no. That line looks terrible. <laughs> it's not happening. For, for me, I feel like four to six is like still early enough where it's like, oh, I can get a proper dinner, you know? And then when I get up, and then when I'm uh, later at night, you know, it's Taco Bell hours. It's like, all right, you know what? Right, like, when you get to like 9, yeah. 10, you know, yeah, exactly. it's Fiesta yeah. Potatoes. 
can't help yeah. myself. The worst is when Taco Bell doesn't have potatoes, which happened to me at the same location we were talking about. It's like it, it just ruins the whole the whole experience for me. She's like, I, I got to get out of here. <laughs> I think just- I've been on a phone call with Charlie while he was getting that. He's like, oh, you wouldn't believe they have no potatoes. What am I going to eat? This now? is the this is the weekly first world problem of the podcast right here. No potatoes and, at Taco Bell. And Gary, uh, you and I have a personal story about potatoes at Taco Bell. I'm not sure if you recall this. Uh, <laughs> Story. How could I forget? How could uh, I forget? I, can you recap it well? It was a, a story of uh, violence, a story of uh, aggression, <laughs> a story of friendships being ruined. Is it? Is this why we we started down the fast food path to ultimately get to this story? Or I, I did not even think okay, we were okay. get to this. Story. I'm so it, excited. Not, I don't even think it's a good story. Dude. I don't know what I'm in for. It was Gary, myself, uh, and two other gentlemen, not to name names. But let's just go with Sam and Diego as their names, right? <laughs> so <laughs> the four of us were friends and in college. And last four of their socials are three, seven, two, yeah. one, and then anyway. one, two, eight, seven. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think you were actually going to call out numbers. Yeah, well, you you don't know me. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, you do. And, and part of the reason you know me is because of this story. So we go do the drive-through. I I loved potatoes back then. It's like fifteen years plus. Taco Bell potatoes and Charlie, perfect combo. Can't break them up. So we're going through the drive-thru. We got our order. They have a side item called Fiesta Potatoes. They put these Fiesta Potatoes in a little cup. They put some sour cream. They put some cheese. Wonderful side item. So I had ordered some of these, uh, along with a lot of other food from the four of us, Gary, myself, and then the people we're calling Sam and Diego. <laughs> well, along with several other items. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, several, uh, <laughs> Probably got like 15 of- tacos. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, just a, a, a light assortment of, of items that you know, late at night. <laughs> there you go, there definitely you go. not intoxicated. So, we're through the drive through, we don't get the Fiesta potatoes, right? So, I'm okay moving on, uh, from the Fiesta potatoes despite my disappointment. It was a pretty uh, long but- line, so it would, it would have been a big production to like get back in line, or yeah. I, I think the inside might have been closed by that point, like it yes. was like just the drive through, yeah, most definitely. So I'm ready to move on, uh, but I believe it was Diego who I'm calling him. Classic uh, who, Diego. Classic Diego. He was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to get these Fiesta potatoes for you, despite not being able to go inside. So he does that thing. That a very I, nice gesture. It was a very nice gesture. So he goes back to the drive through. He walks up there. That thing that everyone else hates that happens when someone walks back to the window. Like, it's so annoying. And he walks around the corner does. to where he was out of our line of sight. So we couldn't see him. We couldn't and see what happened. A few minutes passes by. And then all of a sudden he comes around the corner and his shirt is off and he's like screaming back at the next car in line. And yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> so I guess this car in line did not appreciate Diego trying to get the Fiesta potatoes that we paid for. And so he started, he got into some type of fight with someone. He got an altercation here. Okay. Yes. So the other gentleman, <laughs> Sam, who was with us, uh, the name I'm calling him, Sam goes after uh you know, goes out there to see what's going on. We're all walking towards the car. I think at this point, Gary and I are like, this is stupid. Like, look, like, I appreciate it, man. But like, just, you know, we, we don't need the Fiesta potatoes. But they're like, no, no, no. Like, this is this is personal or whatever. So Sam and Diego, <laughs> like, now, now, like, now we see this car in them. 
they're they're clashing, right? Like they they're yelling at each other. And I believe Diego, if and correct me if I'm wrong, if how I remember this, part of the altercation, he's yelling fiesta potatoes. He knows exactly. <laughs> like he's like, yeah. we're trying to get our fiesta potatoes. And like like the term fiesta potatoes was said way too much in an altercation like this. It was weaponized. Too, yeah. It was weaponized, exactly. So we end up, you know, we get back in the car. We're going back to the, and like, this is when friendships were severed and friendships were strengthened at the same time. Gary and I were like, look, like that was like, you know, we didn't need to do that. Gary and I got so much shit from these two individuals for not stepping up for them them and and going out there and yelling about the Fiesta potatoes. They were like, you guys didn't have (laughs) our back. These potatoes were, I think like, it was like a A dollar dollar 50 side. Literally on the dollar. Yeah. It really happened. Like they really got that upset. (laughs) Oh dude. Dude, They were in the parking lot. They were in the parking lot with their shirts off, like ready to fight. And they were like, why are you guys in the car? Like come outside and take your shirts yeah. off. I really like, hope you guys were sitting in the car, like <laughs> eating tacos. Like, I believe we were. I'm not kidding. I believe we were. I was. I was. I think I was um, unpacking some of my fire sauces. To yeah, put I can on. see you. Yeah, you know, yeah. To put on yeah, my tacos. I was getting prepared, not for a fight. <laughs> yes, and, and I would novice. I kid you not, dude. These two guys, or it was really the one. One of the guys. Uh, the name I'll just come up with. Sam again. Sam gave us so much shit for this for months and months. He was just like, yeah, like I remember like a Taco Bell. You didn't have our back. Like, you were to ride or die or whatever. Like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like, it would come up all the time. It was just like he could not get over what Gary and I did not do at Taco Bell, which was uh, try to get into a fight over Fiesta Potatoes. Dude, imagine if we went out there, we would have gone in a fight because we were the only thing holding the back. They were like, they started to get more upset that we didn't go and fight too. Yeah. Yeah. It turned towards us. The aggression and instead of the other car, and then I think the other car just drove away and was like, "Okay, whatever." Yeah, we're not getting a fight over these Fiesta potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine taking your shirt off and yelling at someone in another car just for it was just I was I was so taken aback when I saw him come back around the corner with his. Sh- I was like, "Why does he have his shirt off? Like, <laughs> like did he have it to really- like?" Did, did he have to pay with his shirt for to get these potatoes? Like, what happened? Collateral. Like, what happened? <laughs> the sad thing is, I could see that being me, uh, especially at that time in college. Like, easily, that would have been me with my right? shirt off fighting for these fiesta potatoes. So, so maybe, maybe if we had known each other back then, this would have severed our friendship. Uh, so the thing is, I don't think it would have severed it. I just would have not been that upset that you guys didn't join me. I just would have been like, oh, that was probably dumb, right? And you guys were like, yeah, what? What the hell? Don't do that again, please. And then I would have learned. <laughs> and I remember our, our other friends that weren't there. We would tell them the story. They were like, what the hell, dude? Like Fiesta potatoes and Fiesta potatoes became like a big meme within our friend group. Like the Fiesta potato <laughs> like, fiasco. Like we <laughs> come up off and we're like, yeah, fucking Fiesta potatoes. I've never ordered them since. Oh, That's okay. a big lie. That's a huge lie. I don't know how to get on from this topic. Holy shit. <laughs> well, it's 100% true. Yeah. And you know what else is 100% true? That their names are really Sam and Diego. <laughs> are they really? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, aside from these uh, Fiesta potatoes, Gary, if I'm not mistaken, you have a trending tech topic? Actually, yes. A small one. Whoa. I don't know if you guys had seen this, but Twitter implemented uh, tipping in Bitcoin, no, I'm which is pretty unaware. interesting. So they are making it possible to tip people in Bitcoin using 
the Strike Wallet app, which is an app that uses something called the Lightning Network. I don't think we got into that when we talked about Bitcoin on our previous episode, but basically it's a second layer over the Bitcoin network. The transactions are not actually on the Bitcoin blockchain. It's sort of, you know, like if you would imagine like credit card transactions and then it settles once a month, that's sort of similar to the Lightning Network. It's like smaller transactions, smaller fees, faster payments. Um, so they're using that for tipping for when people um, provide useful content or content that people like on Twitter. Gary, I'm going to be real with you. I didn't really understand much of that. But from what I pulled out <laughs> on Twitter, you can pay your favorite tweeters with Bitcoin. That is correct. Why didn't you understand that, Davis? Uh, this whole, you know, lightning network. Uh, I, get, I, I get a little lost payments. in the Bitcoin aspect of it, the technical aspects of it. You know, lightning network, it's just another layer. It makes it faster and cheaper, you know, exactly. for Bitcoin. Oh, you know, it's another additional layer of protection in some ways, in a way, you know. <laughs> That's all you need to know, baby. And you Charlie's can tip the resident bit. expert on this. So... Let yeah. me ask what Charlie typically is the one asking, which is, do you guys think that you'll be using this? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, very good. I ain't very tipping good. shit on Twitter, especially not with my Bitcoin. Hey, but maybe you can, yeah, definitely maybe not you can receive. Bitcoin. Maybe you can receive some Bitcoin, though. I didn't say anything. I wouldn't receive a tip. Okay. That I did not say. But would I use this to pay it forward? No, I would not. Um, I mean, I'm the type of guy that wouldn't fight for Fiesta potatoes for his friends, you know? Yeah. Kind of a dick. I would be the yeah, guy yeah. turning around like, are we not fighting for Fiesta potatoes? What's going on here? Did I miss the memo? <laughs> are we what? not risking it all It wasn't for Fiesta about potatoes? the Fiesta potatoes, bro. About you having my back. That's literally a quote that we heard like maybe like 10 <laughs> times, like for months. Yeah, bro. Like, I don't even know if like we're friends anymore. Like with the Fiesta potato incident, man. Like you didn't have my back, dude. And like, you know, we were all out there for you and like you guys were just in the like, car i would have been like yeah you're right actually you're right we are friends we, we should put up a poll as to whether we were jerks in that situation or not and and see how uh, that that's comes a back. good idea we'll have to wait a little bit when we get enough people that listen to it like maybe yeah. like early next week and hopefully they li- they get to that point in the podcast but um <laughs> it, it might be it might be a tough ask for our listeners yeah yeah. We'll see. Coming up, if you, baby. If you got to this point, it. props to you. I love you. That's right. You, you get love there. from Gary, man. You'll vote on our poll. Thank you for the support. And please let us know if we were the jerks in that situation. I would love to know. Yeah. Please let us know. Because yeah, maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was more about brohood. Maybe I should. Yeah. Maybe I should have gone to jail. Yeah. For my bros. It's. It wasn't about the dollar fiesta potatoes. But. But yeah. And we'll leave a link in the description. Really the hope no, guys, no, no, we won't. I there really hope no they link to the podcast. <laughs> There's no links to Instagram stories uh, polls. Can you even do that? Can you link to a story? Uh, drop links to um, Sam and Diego's uh, Instagram profiles for context. Gary, you can link to a story, but the story goes away after 24 hours. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So if I put the link in the bio, you know, it's it's a very, uh, you know. It's not that... It's not lasting that long. Yeah. 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 It's not like going to be up there a year, which happens to be how long we need to wait until the new Nintendo Super Mario movie comes out next year, December 2022. Have you heard anything about this? This animated uh, Nintendo movie uh, with a star studded cast. I, I have Super heard a little bit about this. I saw this on Twitter that it was going to feature Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec and also Jurassic He's Park. He's Mario, right? Yeah. 
That's correct. Yeah. And also the girl from Queen's Gambit. I can't remember her name right now. Is she Peach? Yes, that is correct. Nice. Okay. Yeah, that's so she's doing pretty well that after Queen's Gambit. They kind of things are rolling. Yeah, for that her. was a Good. nice uh, springboard for her. Good now she's job. Princess Peach. Yeah. Yes. Surprisingly, I had no clue about any of this. I think you brought it up sometime during it's the weekend. It's not surprising at all. And yeah. I was like, what? Like, <laughs> you confused the Met I- Gala with, with the Emmys last week. This is like the least surprising Yeah, thing. but this is less pop culture and more like nerdy culture that I, I, yeah. I like, you know, find myself Fair more familiar Fair with, enough. you know. But I, did, I had well, no idea they were dropping movies. So like, what is what is this supposed to be about? I don't know, dude. Super Mario. They're probably around Mushroom Kingdom. Probably uh, Anna Taylor Joy is Peach, uh, who is the uh, Queen's Gambit actress. She probably gets kidnapped by Bowser, who is played by Jack Black. Oh, that's oh. so funny. Yeah, I thought Chris he Pratt's would actually gonna... make a better Wario. Um, I don't know why. He Chris Pratt. I don't know. I don't know if they announced who Wario is. I don't see that on this list. I'm looking at. Do you see Charlie Day is Luigi? Oh, that's we a good a... one. Keegan Michael Key as Toad. Uh, we have Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. We have Fred Armisen as Cranky Kong. Who's Cranky Kong? Uh, wow, they've got like a very diverse cast there. Like in just terms of characters uh, from Nintendo World. Universe. Yeah, Cranky Kong. It's interesting. This list announces Cranky Kong, but doesn't announce Diddy Kong, which is shocking yeah, to me. That Cranky is Kong is very obscure. Do I have to like have Kong. my Do I have to have my nerd card revoked if I don't know who Cranky Kong is, but I do know who Fred Armisen is? No. Okay. Uh, I think Cranky Kong's a little bit more obscure. I think you're. Do you guys know who Fred Armisen is? No. Yeah, from Portlandia. Yes. In Saturday Night Live. <laughs> Dude, you, you, if you saw him, you would know. Yeah, office. I think you're right. You probably this know is, Cranky Kong. This is so. a really well-informed conversation. I'm glad we're yeah, having definitely it. Definitely, I do actually. That's more like old school, like uh, Super Nintendo. I it, we also that. have Kevin Michael Richardson as Kamek. Who? Don't know either of those names. Yeah, what? I think is Quebec the dude that like flies around and like takes the video I, in Super Mario sixty four. I feel like that could be Quebec. I'm not aware. I feel like that might be the 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 dividing line where we should maybe stop listing cast members. You might think that might be the dividing line, but I'm about to tell you that Sebastian Maniscalco oh, is going to be Spike. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Two names I've also never heard, and it doesn't stop there. We're also going to get surprise cameos from no other than Charles Martinet. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait. And? That, that's it. You said cameos. <laughs> I was like, wait for you the did, second one. Nintendo of America said on Twitter, dude. They have it here plural. I don't know why. I guess okay. Charles is coming in hot multiple times. So this, this is – are we, are we having – is this a Girl Scout cookie situation where you're getting paid to promote the Mario movie? Because that's what it seems like. Um, I wish. So did either of you guys watch any of that Sonic movie? I didn't. It's on my list to watch. You should absolutely not have it on your fucking list to watch. <laughs> oh, it's on my list, baby. <laughs> <laughs> removes yeah, that twilight twilight and gary oh and jesus sonic. christ twilight oh. oh my god so i think what's funny about the sonic movie is like one i don't know if you guys like saw all the social media outrage where people saw like image of images of what sonic was going to look like and there was so much outrage that yeah, like yeah. the production company yeah like, he had like humid eyes it was it, it was nightmare inducing yeah, I mean, they got bullied into making him look different. They literally bullied a production company to redoing the full movie. They should have. He looked terrible. The movie is terrible. I mean, it's just it like, worked. Why would you have we a did movie it. about 
just a Sonic and like him being friends with just like a human. It's just bad. Um, I was watching it while I was doing other stuff and I just literally had to turn it off because it was terrible. And that's what I'm concerned about with this Nintendo one too, because most of these <laughs> characters don't even talk. It's like you're voicing all these they, characters. They got a pretty star studded cast though. Right. That have said four. I words. think it's going to do well. Who knows? I mean, I don't know. It's, it's weird. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it right here, right now. I guarantee it. This movie's going to do well. I feel like it's weird. I don't know. All right. We'll come back to that in episode 68 or something. 69. Our 70th reported recorded episode. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) No, we'll probably have another like 0.5 in there by then. Yeah. I I love, I love the numbering conventions being weird. It's just like, it'll be our 71st or something like that. Yeah, exactly. We'll we'll have one more erroneous numbering situation. You guys just have to go on another vacation. That's right. So guys, it's my understanding that we had a listener comment uh, asking for us to talk about smart devices for their home and uh, for us to talk about recommendations for that sort of stuff at a very high level. Yeah. What do you guys think about that? Gary, you're absolutely right. A listener did uh, respond to one of our Instagram stories. We were looking for topics. We appreciate everyone that that reaches out to us, whether it's through that medium or another one through a message. But yeah, that is the main topic. We're going to talk just like you said, an overview of what are the types of things you can start looking into uh, to really get started with a smart home. Uh, something I feel like the three of us have incorporated very or varying levels. Uh, but in office, I, I think one of the Easiest places to start. Well, there's two things. One, it would be some type of voice activation yep. device and then the smart lighting, right? So those two things. Yeah, are, so are I'd kind start with crux. this. It's like, uh, I mean, my question to you guys is what what device do you try to link most of these things to? There's three of them for our listeners that are kind of the big ones, which are going to be Alexa, Google, and um, like the Apple device, which I don't think that many people use. So I'm going to honestly pull that out of the equation, but just like between Alexa well, and Google. It's like Apple Home, right? Like Apple, like something like that. They've got their home yeah, kit. The pod thing. Yeah, but I'm thinking about, yeah, home, like, yeah. yeah, the home pod, which is like ridiculously expensive. Um, so I don't honestly. Yeah, I just, people don't really get that. You're yeah, right. I don't think that really factors. It's really between Google and Alexa. Um, where do you guys just favor on that? Alexa. Alexa. Uh, I have a Google Home only because my wife like won it from a raffle at work. Uh, otherwise, <laughs> I probably wouldn't have one because, as you know, I'm paranoid and I always think that people are trying to steal my shit or listening to me or break into my house. So, yeah. But I do have a Google Home and it is plugged in right next to me, actually, listening to everything. Cool. So, I mean, Great. so I like that there's some variety here. Like, <laughs> personally, I'm on, I'm on that Alexa like side instead of google um when i did some research when i was originally trying to figure out which device i actually wanted between the two i just thought at the time alexa had a little bit more like it had more devices under its belt for compatibility uh and then when i read more about google really what they had better was uh, they had better language processing um you could ask more follow-up questions and a little bit more like natural speech to get your questions answered um i would say uh for as long as i've had my alexa i still am frustrated that I have to give like multiple commands at one time to like kind of get certain things done, but it still works. Um, But Charlie, I think you were also mentioning the smart lights. So the first thing I think anyone should get, and honestly, I think a lot of times if you buy an Alexa, like one of the Echo Dots or Echoes in general, they come bundled with lights themselves. Um, So that's the easiest way to start. Just get yourself maybe a white light that's dimmable in your bedroom or so. And that's your way to get started, just to turn lights on and off. Yeah. And there's a few different companies, too, that'll do the smart lighting. Uh, The most popular one, which I would recommend, is Philips Hue, that whole ecosystem. So the way it works is you would buy 
you know, you can buy just the white lights, which will be a little bit cheaper, but they also have the white and the color lights, which I think are the cooler ones, which, you know, they'll light up everything. You can change it on your phone, what color everything looks like. They have scenes you can set up. They have different modes where it'll flicker like a candle. It can be party mode where it's flashing lights. There's a lot of really cool functionality. And the reason why it's important to have some type of voice device with that, you can just say, hey, you know, make the lights blue or make my bathroom lights turn off or turn off all the lights in the household, right? So there's a lot of different things that you can actually do with the the voice device, with the lights in combination. But that's the first thing there. When you're looking into lights as well. So yeah, Amazon will have some other brands too. And you can kind of check on there if they're going to be compatible with like the Alexa ecosystem or whatever, Google system, Apple HomeKit, uh, when you're looking at the different brands. But Philips Hue, they'll give you a little hub. With a lot of times you have to get this hub, you plug it into your router. That's what powers it for the whole house. A lot of them work this way. Yeah, and to chime in there, Charlie, is you know, even some of the newer like Alexas that come out, like the Echoes, um, especially the bigger ones, they come with it built in. So you don't always need the hub actually. You know, I have one because I bought one in like I got one like in twenty fourteen or thirteen. So mine's really old still and I still have no problems with it working with all the other devices. And I actually didn't know that the Alexa had a, a yeah. Philips Hue hub uh, built into it. Yeah, so Interesting. Like the bigger ones, especially the ones that are like a, a little bit like the yeah. taller cylinder ones. Is that very new? No, that's been actually out for like quite a few years. Um, like uh, at least well, I have a, a bigger. I have a bigger Echo from two years ago. It doesn't do that. Do you have like the mid-sized one? Like the standard uh, the, Echo? The full Echo. Yeah. But you know what? That's okay. We don't need to. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I wasn't aware of that. Yeah. So you don't really need to use the hub. Like if you if you've got one of the newer uh, echoes, but uh, I have one my I have like one of the smaller ones that not the echo dot, but like the standard echo from like a while ago. But yeah, you don't need to have the hub all the time. Uh, But with the lights too, um, one thing I'd like to note is they are pricey. Um, they're not always cheap. Um, I'd also recommend like waiting if you're looking to get these types of lights, wait until like a, you know, a Black Friday or some sort of like, you know, Prime Day event where they're a little bit more on sale. Uh, and then the other thing to note is I got my first set of these um, like just like standard white LED lights that dim like five, six, maybe seven years ago. And they still work real. Like I have never had an issue with them. Um, so LED lights just last for a long time. Uh, and then recently I kind of upgraded my setup to have the colored lights, um, which if you haven't listened to episode zero, I believe I stated that lights are a vibe and I still stand by that. <laughs> statement. Yeah. Lights are definitely a vibe, dude. I, I agree with that. Um, I will say that in office. So I, I think one thing you do need the Philips hue bridge for Philips hue lights, unless you buy the Philips hue lights that are Bluetooth enabled by themselves, Bluetooth to any device, then that can go to the Alexa. So it's more based on the lights rather than the Alexa device. Really? Okay. Yes. So I, I, that's why I was kind of like, I'm not sure about that. I could have sworn that there's yeah. Alexa enabled devices that have the hue built in like the, the bridge itself. I could be wrong, yeah. but I mean, I'm going to fact check again and see. Alexa. Oh yeah, oh, you could just cut it there, and I would have just been like, "Yeah, I'll Alexa, can it. you fact check that?" <laughs> I'm upset. <laughs> yeah, it's. A, I think the office. I, I think it is. You have to have the Bluetooth enabled ones, and you also unlock all of the features if you have the bridge. It says on their website. Oh wow. Okay, so uh, get the fucking bridge. Don't don't yeah. Don't just get one of these echoes. Yeah, yeah, I, I think you should definitely get the bridge. Uh, the yeah, if it really stops you from doing yes. things like the, like all the standard functionality that the Hue 
hue lights have, which are great. Like, uh, honestly, they're, they're just so simple. Like, it's been out for so yeah. long. They have a great app. They have pre-built sort of themes. Um, so yeah. I think one of my favorites is called Arctic Aurora. So it sets like a couple of different blues for the lights. So if you have a few different lights in your room, then it'll do like different teals and blues. Yeah. Uh, and I just think that looks cool. My One of Agreed. my defaults. Yeah. So I think some of the other main smart devices that you kind of could start looking into if you're looking, you know, if you're looking to get into a smart ecosystem, kind of they call it the Internet of Things where everything is kind of connected. So probably Nest or, or other doorbells and cameras around the house. Uh, you have the Ring doorbell as well. Uh, so actually, I think it's the Ring doorbell and like the Nest cameras. I, I don't think, I don't know if Nest does the doorbell, but that doesn't matter. So just yeah, look into you know the doorbells and the do, cameras. Yeah. yeah, so Ring is probably the biggest one. They're a, I think they were bought by Amazon a number of years ago, uh, but it's really cool. The Ring doorbell, it'll activate and start recording video when there's movement in a certain area that you set in front of it. Uh, also, it'll notify you on all your devices. If someone rings a doorbell, it'll record it. Uh, Nafis, one of his favorite things to do when he comes to my house is ring the doorbell and start dancing because he knows there's a video. I used to do this religiously uh, until Charlie's never looked at the videos. And then I just... Yeah, uh, I never check those videos, dude. Like, nothing's going... Like, what am I going to do? Like, look through that video? Like, I, I, I don't have time for that. Post the podcast but... uh, Instagram. Great. More work for me, Gary. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I could totally do that. It's a really, really cool... Well, I don't have, have the a, videos. A so. <laughs> that's true you don't have the, that's right you don't have the videos but you know like fair point gary fair point yeah so those are, are awesome the nest ecosystem is really cool as well that's where you can get cameras both indoor and outdoor to track everything a lot of people get it to look at their pets while they're away or if they're traveling or just general security reasons fits in really well with everything we talked about it, you can get notifications when things happen in your phone you can even do some Alexa functionality with it. In Nest, specifically, if you have the Nest thermostat, which is the other another smart home item that is important to look into. I, I feel like these come standard in a lot of new homes and apartments yeah. now, like newer construction. It's just become one of those things that like makes the value look better for a very cheap cost. They are great. I mean, you can tell your device, like, you know, make the make it 70 degrees in here, whatever you want. You can change it on your phone. And this is integrated with a lot of other apps as well. You can have it change when you leave the house automatically to you know not run the air as much or vice versa when you come home to turn the air back on i i think those are kind of the crux i would say of like the main smart design yeah i think honestly for a lot of people like yeah like you know lights pretty standard uh even if you don't have lights i think you're right when it comes to like the either doorbell cameras or uh, just the nest like the thermostats that are smart now like a lot of people just have that if they move into maybe a newer construction home or just one that they just recently purchased because i think it's like a standard renovation kind of cost it's not that much money and it's like nice little yeah. shiny uh, appliance that's on your wall so surprisingly that's not i don't have uh, one of the thermostats um what i usually like to do for my mom either on like mother's day or her birthday one or the other it sounds really boring but i tend to buy like home automation stuff so slowly over time like things take a little <laughs> bit less work so i think uh, a thermostat is next on the list the only thing that sucks is that we have two of them uh, like two ac handlers so i'd have to get two uh, and get them installed on both sides of the house. But they're easy to install. I've done them yeah. myself quite a bit. Oh, yeah. They're actually, it's way easier than you would think. Hell yeah. As long as your AC is compatible. I, have, which it I actually be. have an extra one that you can have. Oh, it's, really? not a, it's not a nest. It's the, um, fuck, I remember. I, I can't remember. It's uh, something that starts with an E. <laughs> I'm is sorry. it Ecobee? I hear, yes, I hear that's those what it are, is. 
Yes. So I've always thought Nest was the best, but lately I've been reading that the Ecobee, I could be pronouncing that wrong, is maybe like the, the better brand these days. Yeah. Don't I know got, why. We, I can't we really had, speak We had it. to get... Who, who's telling you that? No one's telling you that in office. There's no one that's been like, go with Ecobee. Uh, no one's been telling me this. It's just uh, based on a few <laughs> Google searches and it just being ranked higher on the list. Why to not get the Nest thermostat? Yeah. <laughs> well, in any event, I have an extra one because I bought a, a new AC shortly after we bought our house and... Uh, the Nest was already in here, but they uh, gave us an Echo B with the with the AC unit. So I've got you if you want it. I'm in for it, Gary. Uh, I think next time I uh, see you to especially return uh, the pants you lo- you loaned to me. Uh, oh, and the very cool shirt. <laughs> and the shirt. Yes, uh, sounds good. And just to run through a couple other smart devices that can be main in the home or, or kind of the main uh, pieces in a home. So smart plugs. Definitely. A smart plug you can, you can plug into maybe. Let's say you have a lamp that doesn't have like a Philips Hue light bulb in there. It's just a little bit older. Uh, certain kitchen appliances. You put a plug that can be activated so turn on your XYZ plug or whatever you name it. You can tell your device to do it. You can have it automated and then that item will turn on and off. So for older devices or appliances, fixtures that would need that, the smart plug's really good to look into. You have like the Roombas, the vacuum cleaners. A lot of those are smart now. They can all be connected with it. Uh, those can be game changers, especially if you have pets. A lot of times a, a yep. Roomba is a very nice to pick up that pet hair. You, a lot of those can be connected and controlled, you know, remotely through everything. I think smart TVs are actually huge now. Oh my God, so I love most it. Most TVs are smart now, right? Like smart in the sense that apps are built into it, right? But are they enabled for Alexa, Google Home, or Apple? That is a huge thing uh, to look into now when you're buying a new TV. Because I can just tell my device to turn off the TV, tell it to change the volume... I can control it from my phone. It, it really is huge. And oh, one of the things too, if you have an Apple device, or I guess a Google device with Android as well, but if you have an Apple device, you can actually share play things on your phone, your iPad, your MacBook, and then push them to your TV. So let's say I have a video on my phone, I can just immediately push it to my TV. If I have a photo, if I want to show everyone in the room or whatever it is, it, it's really quick. It's really awesome. It streams really well. So that's something to look into if you are a fan of this. Just make sure your yeah. TV is uh, so- Amazon on enabled home kit enabled from apple or google home and i don't know how to describe how convenient it is like when you're falling asleep in front of like the tv or if you have something on and you're just like oh you know you, you could just leave it on or you could say hey alexa turn off the tv and then like alexa turn off the lights like my only complaint there is that i can't be like hey alexa turn off the lights and the tv and it being like a really smooth like command where it turns off everything that i want but you can't hey, do that. i thought you were gonna say hey alexa t- like carry me to bed <laughs> you, you can't do that you can yeah you can make a custom command you could be like Ugh. like good night and you could tell it to say when you say good night it'll turn off the tv wow and the lights. holy shit i I, I'm yeah, literally going to do this. Yeah, you could do all types of things. You could be like, "I'm home," and then it like it, it turns on all the lights in a way you want. Oh, you're right. The all TV the different like, settings. So and themes. let me ask you something. You can, can you also can things. you change the name of Alexa if there's someone in your household named Alexa? You can to a very limited list. I believe it's computer, Amazon. Yeah. Um, I, didn't know I forget what's not very exciting. Is. Yeah, maybe TV. Yeah, I, I don't know. They might have expanded the list. You can't make it a custom word. Uh, they won't allow you to make it fun words. Like I would love to make just turn into Nofis. Like, hey Nofis, like you know, turn on the lights. Like, hey Nofis, like turn the AC down. That that'd be great. <laughs> hey Nofis, play Dua Lipa. <laughs> I like it. 
I'll take it. I'll turn it on every time. I heard that you had some more unique or less common smart devices to kind of round out this list because we just went over the core things that we'd recommend to people. But what are some of the more obscure things out there that are actually smart devices? So I'm going to start off on this list um, with some things that aren't as obscure and then kind of go down the spectrum a little bit. So um, this one isn't as obscure and I just haven't seen anyone actually with this one. So that's why I'm bringing it up. Uh, But it's a smart lock. Um, so like essentially automating a deadbolt uh, to turn on and off. I see most people having uh, a keypad lock on their door. And, you know, personally, before I got my mother one of these keypad locks, I was thinking about getting this. And then I was like, wait, this could be potentially a little too complicated. So I sort of forewent this. But I think this one's really cool. Just having a smart lock. And if I owned my own home, this would be one of the things I'd probably get just because I think it's a little it's cool and I'm a little extra. The next thing I've seen this a fair amount. Oh, you really? Like, yeah, yeah. People are getting these much more now. You can unlock it remotely. Like, let's say, like Gary's like, "Hey, I left my keys at your house. Like, I know you left or something. I can just open it remotely." Uh, They have it where if like your phone is nearby, just kind of like how Tesla cars work. When you get close to it with the phone, it'll automatically unlock for you when you're coming. This is again my. I know this is always my first point on stuff like this, but I would just get scared that that shit would get hacked and somebody would break into my house. But do you know how easy it is to break into a conventional door lock? It's insanely yeah. easy, dude. Is it? It is. Like, there's... Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, oh, it's so what, easy, dude. Even, you can like, go on YouTube and watch that's, that's why I've got the... That's why I've got the bars. I've got the bars on my door. Yeah, like, so I, I remember even... So I had a coworker and we work in I really real do estate, have a bar. So we had a lockbox. <laughs> and I remember, like, we had this lockbox that was locked and we didn't know the combination for it. So I asked her to go on YouTube and just look up how to do it. And like within 15 minutes, she was able to like open up a lockbox <laughs> using some sort of like like assembly of pins and whatnot and like paper clips. It's yeah. like super easy. Like if you get one of these kits and you watch a few YouTube videos, you can start breaking into houses. Um, oh, shit. Easily. Okay. Yeah. So, guess, so what are the, the, some of the less common ones here so in office? The next one that I, I, I wish I've seen in, in action, um, and I know you've looked into this one. This is actually when we first started to meet and you were like moving into your place in uh, Fort Lauderdale. Uh, it is automated blinds and shades. Um, so, so one, there's a couple ways about going about this. Like they tend you know, I think if anyone's like looked at blinds or shades, you're like really expensive overall. So just buying automated ones are probably going to be really expensive. Um, but there's also ones that are retrofitted. So if you've got like, let's say um, some old school ones that are like the, where you have like a chain where you start pulling it down to kind of lift and, you know, release the blinds that you have, um, you can essentially kind of have this like device that, pulls the chain up and down. So there's a couple ways to utilize what you already have with these like automated devices. Um, Charlie, I know you purchased something like this and I think it did not work out for you at all. Can you tell me about your experience? It was a disaster, dude. So I had these um, like just traditional blinds with a little like ball and chain yeah, type thing. Exactly. You pull it down. But there, I found this device. It was like $120. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I'll try it out. It was stupid. But like, I was just trying to get everything into a smart home there. You mount it to the bottom of the ball and chain area yep. for your blinds, which I did. I set it up correctly. This thing would just get stuck at all times. Mm-hmm. And like st- every day would get it. Like it, it was it was a nightmare. It like took paint, like the mounting tape on it took paint off the wall. 
So I just ended up returning that bad boy, just, you know, living with, you know, first world problem of having to open my blinds manually. So Charlie, I'm glad to hear this because when I was watching videos about some of these, so there's like a, a way more premium version and then like the cheaper one, like, yeah. when you, like when you see the marketing I went video, with the premium yeah. one. When you see the marketing one ver- things, it looks really cool and smooth. And then you watch like people demoing it and testing it out. It just looks janky <laughs> as hell. Like the chain's getting a little oh, stuck. Dude, it's just, like, it's so bad. And I really like, it wasn't one of the things that I was like, oh, I set that up poorly. It was like, I did that right. And like, it was still terrible. So, okay. So, so yeah. I'm glad to see that in action. I remember seeing the, the retrofitted ones that we're referencing um, not work as well. I'm sure that the other ones... Um, that are a little bit more premium work that would honestly like i think they're probably really pricey but that would be a nice bougie thing to have in your home where it kind of is on a schedule so like in the evenings you know they pull down in the mornings they pull up i i could definitely see myself spending some money on this at least in maybe like my personal bedroom or something or in certain living rooms now to move on to like something a, a a little bit more obscure. I, I mentioned this to you before, Charlie, uh, which was getting an Alexa or just voice-powered microwave. Do you find that in any way useful? Because to me, I I couldn't see myself wanting to do that unless I'm like, hey, Alexa, add 30 more seconds of the clock. Yeah, so I could see it being useful in some cases, I, I guess. I think the only reason, so first off, I, I don't use my microwave as much as I used to. So I don't really care as much about getting that smart. I'm kind of an air fryer boy now. Yeah. I'd be air frying everything and everything that I'm, I, I can get in there, which is more things than you would think. But I do think if I were to get a new microwave for some reason, the Amazon microwave is actually pretty nice. The one that is powered by voice. Uh, I believe some of them even have an air fryer built into it or that functionality, if I remember correctly. If I needed a new microwave, I wouldn't be opposed to getting it and having it be smart because the price range isn't that crazy on it. Just in general, no. I I can't imagine what you would use this for because you're always like at the microwave putting food in. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not going to be sitting on the couch and then like the thing's going to put food in the microwave for me, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh, shoot. I I mean, that would be awesome. That That would be super awesome if it did that. Yeah, that so this also finds falls in line with a couple other things that I kind of bundled together. So there's like smart mirrors and apparently like a, a smart shower, and then there's a smart toilet. Um, all three of these things seem a little bit extra to me. So one with the smart shower, it honestly makes no sense. Like unless you're really like you know you've got maybe some slower heat and you're trying to tell your Alexa to turn the the shower on and set it to a certain temperature. Uh, well in advance before you hop in the shower. And if you have one of these advanced shower systems, you would like to think that your water heater is keeping up with it. So this one just absolutely doesn't make sense. Um, Smart mirrors also, I feel like not making a lot of sense. Smart toilet, I think is kind of hilarious. I don't know. The only time I could see that happening is like maybe if Maybe if I was on the phone with someone and then I wanted to walk away, and not flush the toilet right then, I'd be like, you know, mute them and be like, "Hey, Alexa, turn the, you know, flush the toilet." Oh yeah, a, a desire we all have very yeah. often. And yeah. I think the other things they tout with this smart toilet is like having a Spotify enabled speakers, or just like you could play your Ooh, favorite that's cool. and like, and you can turn in turn on lights. And I'm like, okay, yeah, great. This is exactly why I'm purchasing this thing. That's more useful than the smart shower. I was just looking at the smart shower. It really doesn't do anything except custom the temperature like starting and stopping the shower like i mean that that's insane yeah like do you really need to like have that set up for you like, that's gone a little absolutely too far. not that, that but ridiculous. the one thing i would push back on office 
And not because I personally think I would want this or use this, is the smart mirror. So I don't know if you guys have seen these concepts before. Lululemon, I forgot which brand it is, but they purchased a smart mirror brand and they incorporated it under their name. And a lot of these mirrors are actually fitness related. Where the mirrors, you can see yourself doing workouts, whether it's yoga, maybe you have some weight training, some things at home. And it tells you if you're doing it right. And it also can show you like visuals. It can play a video that you're following. It can tell you if you're doing things in the right posture. It has apps on there. So I can see the smart mirror actually being more useful. It's a little bit of a novelty. It's not something I would go out of my way to buy. But this, but they are actually uh, growing in terms of people purchasing these I'll, I'll and becoming more there. and more popular. Um, I definitely yeah. like didn't. So I, I think the Lululemon one looks cool, even though I probably wouldn't get it myself. Yeah. But I was thinking of more of like a bathroom mirror. So I kind of bundled all of that stuff together with all the other uh, bathroom related. Uh, wait, so are there stuff. smart well, bathroom mirrors? Is that a thing or is it just for like working yeah. out? So what would the smart, well, bathroom, smart bathroom mirrors do for you? I'll tell so you the weather. Envision it like, a, yeah, like it'll be an interface. Like it'll have apps on it and you can like, you know, maybe start playing music there. It'll tell you like maybe you could sync your calendar. It'll be like just apps you could have on your phone or tablet, uh, like integrated into the mirror. Okay. So I mean, it, it is a cool unnecessary. in concept or theory. Yeah. yeah, it's unnecessary. It's going to be one of those things. Yeah, with like especially if you have all these other smart related devices yeah. that can kind of like we're just so connected that you just don't need something that's voice enabled everywhere, all right? Like and then also yeah. I wonder it's like it'll start getting difficult when you start saying Alexa. Like I think they've done a good job knowing like kind of proximity of when you say like the activation word, especially when there's other devices somewhat around yeah. to ping which one, but like when you have this many, I feel like it's going to get kind of sloppy. Yeah, smart mirror. I'll, I'll qualify there with you, Charlie, but I, I don't think it's that useful. Um, now, we do have another one on the list um, that honestly is a, a, a device for um, one's interest in the culinary arts, uh, particularly that like to cook steak. Uh, it's a word that I can't really actually pronounce. So, uh, Gary, I might need your help. I got you, uh, Nafis. Think- Can you try to pronounce it? Um, I don't got you, Nafis. Suvide. Close. Bidet? <laughs> sous vide? Sous vide, ah. Yes. So there's apparently uh, a sous vide uh, precision cooker. Gary, in your personal experience, how do you see yourself finding this useful um, a voice-powered one of these things? Uh, I mean, so I have a sous vide precision cooker myself, but it's not voice-powered and it's... Uh, not smart in any way. It's uh, can connect to Bluetooth, but uh, I know there's ones that connect to the internet, so you could even control it when you're like not home. Um, uh, I don't know if there's really a use case for controlling it with voice. I, I think it's probably mostly for you know if you can control it just remotely via the internet on the app. So for those that don't know, it's basically like a machine that heats up water to a super precise temperature and keeps it that way for however long you need it. And then you put basically food inside in like a vacuum sealed um, bag. Um, So if you're cooking like meat, it cooks it through perfectly. You don't have to worry about overcooking it or anything like that because it stays right at that temperature. So, you know, if you're like about to leave work or something and want to start your chicken or steak or whatever you're cooking, then I could see the use case for that. But in terms of like smart devices or voice control i I don't know if that's really useful yeah i think they're just starting to put voice control into just about everything like i think maybe coffee makers make sense 
you know, you could be like, hey, start the coffee. And I think in the past, people would just maybe use coffee makers with timers and put coffee in advance. You know, I can see a use case for that. You know, ultimately, the the thing here is if you don't have any smart automation, um, start by just picking one of these devices, whatever aligns more with you, whether it's um, going with Google devices um, or if you want to go with Alexa, I don't think there's a huge preference. I would say I would probably go with Google if I had more like Android devices and kind of fall into that ecosystem a little bit more. But otherwise, um, hey, hey, the office, before we move on, there's actually one item that I personally love that's a smart device. It has made my life so much easier. So any pet owners out there, there's a lot of ways that you can automate certain things as a pet owner. Uh, For me, I have a pet feeder. If you just type in automated pet feeder into Amazon, you'll see so many different options. A lot of them could be on timers. Uh, The one like I have is actually based on an app. You can integrate it with all of the smart devices we talked about. So you could say, hey, feed the cat, feed the dog, dispense the amount of food that you set the app to do it for. So that's great. I have it on a timer right now. Uh, I just fill up the food maybe once every two to three weeks. It's a pretty big container. And my cat's good to go for a while. I get notifications when it's getting low and I need to fill it up. And I've also talked about this. I I believe it was in episode zero, my litter robot. So for cat owners out there, litter robot is phenomenal. You never have to scoop litter. It goes right into a trash bag. It doesn't smell up the whole house or wherever you keep the litter. It is phenomenal. I I don't regret this purchase whatsoever. And it is smart enabled as well. You will get notifications for things. If you so desire, you can get a notification every time the cat uses it, which is absurd to me. But you can get a lot of other things that are helpful too. You can say, hey, you know, um, run the litter robot and it'll run through it and clean it if you want it to. There's a lot of things with automation there. I know there's automated pet dispensers of treats that can play with the the uh, cats or dogs. Things that have video cameras enabled. Yeah. 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 So there, there's a lot out there for pet owners too that very helpful. Um, I'm definitely going to get probably the camera and especially the feeder. Uh, I love going to Charlie's house and just kind of be like hanging out. And then I can just tell like the first couple times I was confused, but I'll see Charlie's cat Axel and he'll just start acting a little strange. Like he's a little bit more like kind of looking around a little bit more tuned to his environment and then you'll hear like the, I don't know, like the, the chatter of like the sound of all the like little food kibble hitting like out of the pet feeder and his cat just like sprints full speed from wherever he is to like get this food. Yeah. Yeah. He always knows like a solid like five minutes beforehand or like then like when it's about to happen. And then like the minute before, he's just like kind of usually sitting, kind of staring at it, waiting. He always knows. Yeah. Very impressive. I, I just love that he's like, always prepared for when it's ready to drop. So um, outside of, um, you know, just smart enabled devices, you know, one, I think if you're new to this stuff, a lot of this stuff sort of works in conjunction with each other. Um, So Charlie kind of called out where I had this frustration with um, my things not turning off all at the same time and just kind of reminded me that I could just set a command myself. Um, So a lot of these automations work together um, and you can set routines within the apps to work together to do what you want them to do. So if you've got smart blinds and light, your thermostat or whatnot, you can set all the different schedules you have in your life. And the cool thing is a lot of these apps are quite, or a lot of these devices are quite smart where um, they'll actually suggest to you what you should be doing or what the device will do um, while you're going through the house, especially like your your thermostat. In addition to just these devices, um, you know, today, Amazon dropped some new devices that they're adding to their repertoire of just, you know, voice enabled uh, devices. So 
Uh, one of the first ones is called Echo for Walls. It's basically like a, a device. It's like a, a, a like a tablet that you would mount. Uh, and the purpose of this one would be almost kind of like a home console to control the rest of your voice-enabled devices. Charlie, do you see yourself getting anything like this anytime soon? Uh, not really. So it's essentially, so if you know the ecosystem from Amazon, the it's like an Echo Show. And the Echo Show is like a small little tablet type thing. It's it's not very big in nature, except it's larger. Like it can be mounted on a wall, like Noff has said, and you can like control everything on there and it'll like show you certain yeah, things. It'll give you a rough so, idea of the size. It's about a yeah. 15 inch display. Uh, which is pretty large. Yeah. So you can kind of can like let's say you have the Nest camera set up, you have the Ring doorbell set up. You can get a live video feed when there's movement or someone's at the door, like who's at the door. You can start a video chat on there. So I think this is one of the things where it's like if you have a lot of money to blow and you're trying to make a smart house, this would look really cool. Like not going to lie. It would look cool. Is it needed? Absolutely not. Because a lot of people have been doing this type of thing with like old iPads they don't use and just kind of making it like a smart home device that's controlling everything. There's actually like a, I think there's a whole subreddit for it too, like how to like Jerry rig them into doing this. But uh, this is like an official thing to it. It's a little pricey if I remember right um, from what I saw on here. Or maybe not. I don't know. I don't even know the price. I just made that up. I assume it's pricey because it's a big screen that you mount it. I don't know. I'm sure there's going to be a solid price tag that comes with it. That'll probably come down over time and iterations. Um, in addition to this, um, they're they're coming out with a new sound bar that comes with TVs uh, with a built-in oh, wow. camera. I'm sorry, breaking news, breaking news, office. It's two hundred and fifty dollars. That's less than I would have thought it would have been. Uh, okay, it's like two. So I find it expensive, but like two fifty for something you really. I, I just feel like I don't need. I mean, I'm yeah. yeah I don't. I it, wouldn't pay two fifty for it, but I thought it would be like I thought it'd be like four hundred. In addition to that, they're coming out with some sound bars with um, essentially cameras built into it, so you can do uh, essentially like video calls uh, from your TV. I think this this kind of makes sense. I I could see myself using it from time to time, but really, like, no, you won't. Are you kidding me, dude? You're not going to use that shit. Like. I can see that, like, if I would like, you sit in front of the TV, like, call Charlie, like, not use FaceTime on your phone, and then have it be on the TV. Like, yeah, right, dude. I mean, like, maybe if I just like wanted to have like a mounted camera without doing a lot of work. Like, I don't know if you've ever been like on a conversation with someone and you're just kind of doing stuff on FaceTime. Like, I've done that especially like on my computer. But if I'm in a room where I'm doing other tasks and I just kind of want to be like on camera, it feels a little bit more personable. I could see myself doing that. Like, Charlie, I think in your setup, I think it'd be kind of cool to have that. I don't know why. I also just think about it being like I'm over and we would use it as a group. But maybe I'm just thinking about myself. Who the hell are we video calling together? What Probably are you talking Gary. about? <laughs> <laughs> Gary, anonymous yeah, listener I, I, number I one. I invested this just to call Gary, which and hopefully he's available. And we're I mean, out hey, uh, you could... don't have a sound bar currently. So I don't have a sound you know, bar. So just having oh. both of those together, you know, makes a difference. That's true. Well, I, I so I know the other things they announced today. There's a few like an interactive projector for kids. Don't care about that. Uh, personally, fuck them kids. Uh, sure. Sorry, <laughs> I get this from this meme that I saw about uh, DeSantis, um, the the governor of Florida, where. It was about like oh, sending, this, yeah. sending kids back to school, especially in, during like the heat of the pandemic. And it was just like a black and white photo of him. And it, the quote was, fuck them kids. And <laughs> that's been like locked in my head since. He did not care about their health as much as what the meme's alluding to. Uh, but 
Amazon is trying to care about your health. They updated their fitness game uh, with the Halo View, which is essentially their Fitbit, their Apple Watch. I don't think anyone cares about this. I mean, they're they're just trying to get into this market that's oversaturated. You got what, what's the the hoop or the whoop now? I mean, you got so many oh, wearables. God, I, hate the I mean, whoop, it's. Man. Yeah, Whoop's overrated. I don't care. Come at me. Whoop, whoop Fitness Tracker, complete trash, waste of money, monthly subscription. Go to hell. That's what I say to the Whoopers. Unless you're like a legitimate athlete, like you don't need a Whoop. Yeah, I don't know any legitimate athletes. Just be get real. an Apple Watch. There's one item that was announced today in office that I think was definitely the star of the show. Do you know what that is? Uh, I believe it is a like a robot. It is a robot, dude. The Amazon Astro, the autonomous or anonymous. I, I don't. Did I say it right? Autonomous. Uh, autonomous. You said it right. Astronomous. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. I said it right, and then I just like weak confidence. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, anyways, this home Classic. robot. It looks like Wally. It literally has two eyes on a touchscreen. It rolls around. It has a lot of features. So at like at normal when it's rolling around, it's like very short. You know, maybe just like two, three feet or something like that. The the neck of this little rolling robot that looks like Wally can go all the way up to like a countertop height. So it'll just like extend up when it finds someone if you want. It pretty much has a face, a built-in camera. It'll you can summon it with your voice, like, hey, like Astro, like come to the living room and like that little thing will roll over to the living room. It can be a, linked up with a security system. It's intended to also help seniors and loved ones be cared on by others, maybe remotely. So let's just say you have oh, someone wow. living on their own that's elderly. You can roll around, see, you know, interact with them. So that's really cool. That's like a very wholesome, you know, yeah, that actually made it really wholesome. Can, can wow, this- I, I'm so happy now. That is pretty cool. Can it carry stuff around? I, I want to know if it can bring my food from the microwave to my mouth. It, it's, it doesn't have arms <laughs> to get that stuff. Oh, uh, so it's like a little. Uh, okay, that's too bad. Like an, It's like an R2-D2. Yeah, it's yeah. basically like a small R2-D2, yeah, with the screen can, face. Oh, here we go. The Amazon Astro comes with a detachable cup holder, and it can carry other items like a Ziploc container, a blood pressure monitor, or a dog camera that tosses treats to your pet. Oh, that's How very that? cool. Oh, that's cute, too. Yeah, it also will um like it'll follow you around with like entertainment that you have turned on. But but this thing looks like a legit robot. Like this is like the first home robot that I've seen that actually looks accessible for people. It's part of the Amazon ecosystem. The cert- like the functionality is certainly debatable at this point, right? Like what it can yeah. actually do. It's essentially a, like an Alexa device that follows you around. Like that's what it is. It's pretty cool. Definitely look it up. It, it's kind of freaky. It looks just like Wally. The price tag is going to be fifteen hundred dollars at some Oof. point. But right now it's invite only. I'm not sure how to get these invites. It's probably just oh yeah, you just go if you go on Amazon. You you search for the Astro. You can request an invitation. I'm gonna do it right now. I'm not gonna buy this, but I would love to be invited. You know, I would just feel special. So I've done that. You sure you don't want to split this, Charlie? We we, we can share it. Now we're talking. Okay, maybe yeah. this, maybe split it. If you get an invitation to get this, it's only a thousand dollars. Instead of fifteen hundred, at some point it'll be fifteen hundred dollars. So I don't know. Maybe That's we'll go have these on a little Astro. I, I'm trying to think of all I mean, the dumb stuff I would do with it. Like the like I'm thinking about like <laughs> useless things. And for me, it'd be like you know when I'm trying to do like home related stuff. Like you know like the times I see myself watching like Netflix or something more often these days is like I'm like folding laundry or doing something like that or just like 
like watering my plants, all these like home related chores. And like maybe having this little robot that's playing like Hulu or Netflix just following behind me would be quite useful. <laughs> that way I've got it with me instead of like carrying my iPad around or something. Um, Dude, some of these uh, examples are interesting, man. So like, yeah, like you can follow you around playing Netflix yeah. or you're doing laundry or whatever you want. I like that. But dude. Maybe FaceTime or whatever, video chatting. So for like a bigger household, it has facial recognition, right? So let's just say like you and I are living together and I say, Astro, take this like can of soda to an office. It'll actually like I put it in the cup holder. It'll find you. It'll recognize your face and it'll give you it. I could also say Gary like, looks scared. Ash, that Gary's is so, looking that, real that, that scared, scared so right now. Well, it doesn't have dude, it doesn't oh, have appendages to um to like murder me. So it's at this point it's not okay. Yet. Um, maybe down the road they might sell third party attachments for that. You know that would be awesome. So, yeah, that so would now be, you're not scared. Yeah, no, no, like, I, yeah, let's get I, this. I just I, like I said, I wanted to to fetch my food and drinks for me. The moment you said third party attachments, I immediately thought of like inappropriate things that you'd attach to this thing. <laughs> like what in office dildos okay astro take this dildo <laughs> <laughs> the other example which if you know me you know i would annoy the fuck out of people with this type of shit it, the, the last example they have is astro remind office to take the trash out at 7 p.m so it would just like roll on over to an office until it finds out be like hey take out the trash asshole <laughs> just like, <laughs> i would tell it to call him an asshole too mind. I, I would figure out how yeah. to, yeah. Or I would have it take a note to him and be like, you're an asshole at 7 p.m. every day. That'd be great. Oh, my God. You know what? And I'm also willing, novice. So we have to look at if there's like some weird return policy change here, which I doubt, knowing Amazon. But dude, if their return policy is how it normally is, which is very lenient, by the way. I I could return things. So I, I I never. All I do on Amazon. Here's my trick to returning things on Amazon. You make sure you buy a Prime, and the reason you're returning it, it's I always put inaccurate website description, and the reason why I put that is who are they to tell me that it's inaccurate or not? Like I got the item that just wasn't what I thought it would be. It's a little inaccurate. I'm returning the item. The best you know is when is? is when you put in <laughs> you put in a return and it tells you just keep it. We don't even need yes, you to send it back. Yes, that is the best. I don't expect that for the Astro, but if I do get approved to get the Astro, and there is the same return policy on it if we don't like it for whatever reason. Uh, Nafis, are you willing um, to get the Charlie, Astro for a little bit let's and return that bad boy? We're, we're, we're live on the air. You heard it here Yeah, first. live on the air on a recorded podcast that will be heard days later at the earliest. I'm ready. I'm in. We're doing it. Book it. You should also request it. I can't wait to see the TikTok for this. Are you guys literally doing it right now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what's happening. Yeah, sorry. This is great podcast content signing up for the Amazon. Yeah. Whatever it's called. Very good audio content. Yeah. We appreciate you guys listening to our very condensed version of smart devices that you can get to start with your home automation process. If you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at not to be technical and make sure to engage with our recent social posts. And of course, as always, uh, give us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. Give us a follow on Spotify and keep a lookout for TikToks at not to be technical one day and stay tuned. 
for episode number 17. Yeah. Good job. Good outro. Thank you.